fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know, I have to say, when you actually do get a solid conservative into office, or at least someone who's outside of the norm like Donald Trump was, was he conservative? For the most part, he was conservative. There are still some things I didn't agree with him on, which is okay. A lot of people didn't agree with everything that he did. Not a big deal. But when you get someone outside of the realm of like the accepted status quo, that is the moderate Republican hacks, that is the progressive left-wing Democrats. There's a spectrum. There's a spectrum in there. And it, it really, the spectrum continues to slide further down the progressive end, I guess down the spectrum, as you see that shift down uh, further and further to the left, where now the moderate Republicanism of compromising, giving everything away, and letting Democrats do what they want, that is the mainstream, quote-unquote, conservative standpoint, according to mainstream talking points of the mainstream media and Washington, D.C., and the talking heads of, oh, you know, the radicals like Donald Trump and the radicals like Ted Cruz. Those guys are nuts, man, because they hold on to things like 200 years ago. What the hell's wrong with them? But when you get someone outside of that norm... You ruffle a lot of feathers, and it's hilarious. The latest one, of course, now all the celebrities, as you know, celebrities think that they are just, you know, the hot you-know-what, and that when they want to do something that they're just going to automatically get this voting base in that's going to follow them to the ends of the earth, and it's kind of an ego check for them when they end up getting demolished. That's why, if you remember, like Stephen Colbert, Stephen Colbert, you know, the Colbert Report, now he's with the night, what is it, the daily, uh, the uh, late night show, because the late, late show and the late show, he replaced David Letterman, unfortunately. I think it's terrible. I haven't watched it at all. Extremely left-wing progressive. But if you remember, he tried to run for uh, president one time and didn't even get like a percentage. Like He dropped out really early. It was a horrible run. But these celebrities, they're surrounded by the clapping seals that think that they're really, really important. And then when they try to do something, they realize they don't have as much support as what they actually thought. And people need to be careful of that. Even talk radio show hosts sometimes think that when just because they're on the radio, whether in certain markets around the country or even nationally, then they try to run for political office and they don't get the numbers they quite think they should have gotten because they're around a lot of usual callers that call in and say that they're great or listen to them all the time. And they get this false sense of uh, this hyping up of themselves. And it's an ego check. And if I ever get to that point, for the love of God, call in and try and call me out on it. I never want to have to do that ego chick because I always want to realize that, you know what, there's always a crowd that's obviously never heard of us, which is fine and okay. It's not about me, but it's about the messaging. Or they call in to try and debate and try and bring you down a little bit. Or it's just like, Andy, wake the hell up. Trust, I never want to get to that point. So promise me that if I ever get to that point that you'll call and do a bit of a reality check on me and quote this day on whatever it is, Wednesday, November 10th of 2021. The reason I bring this up is because when you get someone outside of the norm, it seems to rally and rattle some people to where they feel like they are more important than what they actually are and they want to go in and stop them. Have you heard the latest news on the latest individual who's considering a run for president in 2024 if Donald Trump ends up running? None other than nationally syndicated radio host Howard Stern. Yeah, I, know, I know. Now, I 
Don't listen to Howard Stern. I respect the hell out of him for the shock jock mentality that he has brought. I respect the hell out of him for what he's done for the radio industry, as I have for Rush Limbaugh, obviously, because he was the first one to do it. Howard Stern didn't necessarily talk politics. He just ran with it with these shock jock, crazy radical things and did absurd things on the radio just for the entertainment value. And I respect him for that, being in the radio industry myself. Now, I don't listen to him, and I don't agree with him politically in any way, shape, or form because he is a hard-left fanatic, and his politics has really been bleeding out over the last year with COVID to where I've found it extremely ironic for the guy that was supposed to be on the radio uh, as the rebel, the anti-establishment guy, kind of like you know Rage Against the Machine, the band, the rock band, Rage Against the Machine. You're supposed to be fighting against the machine, fighting against the system. Well, the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine is now writing op-eds for the New York Times, and Howard Stern is going along with the machine and with the establishment saying you need to get the vaccine, and if you don't get the COVID-19 vaccine, then he's come out on his radio uh, show saying that he hopes that you die and that you never get any medical treatment because you need to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And the fact that the vaccine or the virus is still spreading across the country is solely because of people that refuse to get the vaccine. And you, as the rebels, as the anti-establishment nuts, as the conspiracy theorists, you are the problem with society. But he has officially come out, according to Newsmax.com, and said that he is considering a run for the presidential bid in 2024 if Donald Trump ends up running again. According to the quote, quote, if Trump decides to run again, you have to run against him. According to his uh, producer on the air, that's my plan. That's what that's what's going to have to happen. We cannot leave it to the Democrats. And Stern said, uh, who the blank am I? I know that I'll beat his you know what. Hilarious. Now, again, an ego check needs to happen for this guy because yet yeah, he has an entertaining radio show. Okay, I've never listened to it. I don't really know. But obviously he is since he's on serious radio. He's been on radio for years and years and years. And he's been a trendsetter for, not, for talk radio, not just politics, but just talk radio in general for the outlandish things that he has done that's gained him publicity. And I really enjoyed him, by the way, on America's Got Talent. I will say I enjoyed watching him on America's Got Talent. I thought he was a fun judge. Outside of that, he needs a major ego check because once you start making millions and millions and millions of dollars, you forget that you are anti-establishment because you have officially bought into the establishment to support whatever the establishment is telling you to do. So you would think that someone like Howard Stern being a rebel anti-establishment type of guy would be in support of... Maybe not Donald Trump's politics, but the style of which Donald Trump does things. Hey, he's the outsider. Hey, he's shaking things up. Hey, he's rattling the cage. Hey, he's overturning the tables outside the temple. And you would think that Howard Stern would respect someone like that. But oh no. On the left-wing fringe that he has become, on the socialist radical nutjob position that he has taken, he is completely against Donald Trump and plans to kick his you-know-what in the presidential bid if Donald Trump ends up running. Again, I find it hilarious. Go for it, Howard Stern, and see how little support you actually have. Outside of your listeners who think you're entertaining, there's a level between people thinking you're entertaining on the radio and actually saying, yeah, I like this guy politically. I'm going to actually vote for him to be the leader of the free world.
It's insanity. Welcome into The Voice of Reason. We have a lot to get to today. It is a Wednesday broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here. We have Larry Clayman. He is with FreedomWatch.USA or FreedomWatchUSA.org. Freedom Watch is the organization that he has right now. We'll be chatting with him at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about some of the vaccine mandates, the booster shots, where do those fit in with the vaccine mandates, and how long do we have to try and preserve what liberty that we have left in this nation. So we'll talk about that here in just a minute, but I, I found it hilarious. This Howard Stern thing to me is absolutely comical because, dude, severe ego check, man. Just because you have a radio show and people listen to you and email you every day, oh, I love you, Howard Stern, or call you or email you, and oh, you're so great, I listen to you all the time. Severe ego check. When I get those, which I do get those on a daily basis, uh, messages or emails or whatever, I, I'm humbled in the fact that people actually want to listen to my program still blows me away. I don't take it for granted, and if I ever start doing that, I want you to call me out, seriously, and say, Andy, dude, you've changed. It's got in your head, I, but I hope that never happens because uh, I, I don't know that it ever could. I really don't. Like I, I'm humbled the fact that people actually listen to my program. At the same time, the celebrities do think that they can run for office. We have Matthew McConaughey running for governor down in Texas right now. He kind of upset the base of the Texas voting base down there by saying that he's against firearms, although now he's trying to rebuild himself again, saying that he's come out against the vaccine mandates. Kind of comical, but again, the Hollywood star that doesn't know anything about politics trying to be the outsider and just saying random things to gain attention. I don't know whether it's going to actually work or not, but again, I find it comical. I find it entertaining, and in the age post-Trump era in the country where the outsider really did become president of the United States, now everybody thinks they can. And it really started a few years back, I guess, with Arnold Schwarzenegger running for the governor of, Calif of California, the governor of California. At which he was a terrible governor. I loved his uh, Hollywood movies. I wish to God he never ran for politics because now I have a lot less respect for him, uh, especially lately when he said, screw your freedoms and your vaccine mandate stuff. We need to vaccinate you. So I think that was the trend. That was the start of it. Then we had Trump come in. Now every celebrity, every musician, every someone that's in somewhat of a public limelight thinks that they can actually just waltz in and run for office and actually do something. Alec Baldwin thought he had that opportunity. That's kind of been shot away. Ha-ha! See you in there! Thank you. I'll be here all night. So we have a lot to get to today. Uh, there is obviously the news from CNBC today reporting that 6.2% inflation rates for the month of October is absolutely absurd, even up from the 5% that we had. And the some investors are saying that the uh, inflation rate could even be going up higher for the month of November and December when we're already sitting at 6.2%. Now, consumer spending is down. You have less money in your pocket. They want to raise your taxes, and then they want to wonder why you're not purchasing anything in the stores, while at the same time saying you're purchasing so much that the supply is not there because they want to unload the docks and want to unload the ships coming into the country, and therefore the high prices are because of you spending way too much money. Again, I don't know how long this facade in the charade can actually keep up, but that's what they're trying to portray to us, and I think people are catching on that, wait a second, I haven't bought my Christmas shopping yet, or maybe I have a little bit, but nothing's already there. There's obviously you know, a shortage in, I don't know, toilet paper again, because that was the thing over the last year with COVID, that there's a shortage of that. I'm not even out buying it yet, and yet it's a shortage, and you're telling me that we're just buying too much of it. 
We have the federal government saying that, well, we can't produce more oil because OPEC's not doing it, and we sure as hell can't drill more oil here in the country and be energy independent. Again, no, no. We're all just going to rely on what OPEC has to say. Again, driving prices of energy up as well because there's a lack of it coming in while we're still trying to just use just to maintain. Consumer prices, according to Newsmax.com, again as well, soars 6.2%, the most since it has since 19. We've surpassed the Barack Obama-era inflation rates, which is insane. We're getting close to the Jimmy Carter era in the 1970s inflation rate. We're currently sitting in the Bill, uh, the, uh, Bill Clinton-era inflation rates. I don't know if you notice a trend here or not. Democrats, when they're in power, seem to have higher inflation rates. Things seem to be more expensive because they hate the private sector. They love to put in regulations. They love to increase taxes. They love to try and control the private market by their micromanagement, narcissist, mental capacity that they're in. And they drive prices up because they can't do it. It happened during Jimmy Carter. Happened during Bill Clinton. Definitely happening during Barack Obama, and now it's happening during Joe Biden, and it's already happening for him for within the first 10 months of his administration. Year-over-year increase in the consumer price index exceeded 5.4% for the month of September and jumped another 0.9%, the highest month-over-month increase that we've seen since June, sitting at now 6.2% in the nation. How much longer can we sustain this type of madness? And I'm really curious to see what type of excuse that they're going to use when we go into holiday spending for, oh, I don't know, Black Friday that's going to happen in like two weeks from now after Thanksgiving. And we go into the massive spending. We go into the holiday time trying to buy for the Christmas gifts. And there's nothing on the shelves because it's not been undocked. Although, thank God for Florida and Ron DeSantis down there for actually trying to get some of the ships down there to get unloaded. Thank God for them. But what's going to happen when the stock, when the shelves are empty and the prices are twice of what they should be? And no one's buying anything for Christmas. And we go back to the traditional, maybe we don't need presents. Because the Grinch, Joe Biden, stole Christmas. So we're just going to sing around the Christmas tree and sing Kumbaya. Because at least we're happy and they can't take the festive season away from us for the real reason of the season. What's their excuse going to be? Oh, people are getting back to their roots. Give me a break, man. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program, radio, TV, live, streaming, podcasting. Boy, do we have a lot to try and cram into the program today. Just what we do. Trying to have fun at the same time, trying to be a little sarcastic. I gotta push the buttons once in a while, right? I do get the hate mail, by the way, and that's that's honestly, as we talked about in the last segment, you know, talking about boosting the ego a little bit. The biggest boost in ego to me is when people get very angry with me because the other side's even listening, and that means I got under their skin. To me, that's the biggest success rate. It's not about how many listeners or the stations or anything, which obviously is successful, you know, to make sure the program continues on. But to me, the success for me is when I get under the skin of someone logically, not just to do it for the shock jock mentality, be like, gosh, this guy just is angry, but just logically where it really shakes their core of values to where they don't know how to respond because their entire platform, their entire basis, their entire ideological structure crumbles because it just doesn't sustain common sense and reason on a regular basis. So I want to play a little game with you. And it is, as we talk about inflation rates at the same time, obviously we have the infrastructure package. We have the reconciliation bill coming up. We have some major spending along here where we're going to increase some taxes. How high are your taxes? Now we're talking federal taxes. We're talking state taxes. We're talking sales taxes. We're talking every kind of tax. What rate are you actually paying in your state? So let's have a little fun because the numbers might actually shock you a little bit and it might make you reconsider what's going on in your area. If you do listen on the other side of the aisle, really pay attention here and see. ask yourself the question, even if you like big taxes, even if you like big government spending, is it working efficiently for the rate that you're actually paying? I mean, let's try and be a little bit centerized here, a little bit step away from the politics and your political views here. Think about it in a logical sense with the rate that you're actually paying. Is it worth it and is it valued at the rate for the programs and the quality that you're actually getting out of these programs? Is it? According to ATR.org, AmericansForTaxReform.org, with some of the tax and spend packages we have, here's the list of the uh, 50 states in order for the top tax rates in the nation. The combined federal and state top marginal income tax rates for each state under the Democrat bill is listed below. Showing number one, the highest tax rate, if all this passes, state of New York sitting at 66.2%. 
between federal and state marginal income taxes. 66.2%. You get to keep less than 40% of your own income when you work and bust your you-know-what in order to bring it into income. You're only bringing home 40% of it because the government's taking 66%. That's insane. California at 64.7%. I just need to stop here real quick. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine that are actually 60% or above. I got to admit, I never thought that any state should or would ever see past like, you know, 40%. Got to be honest. This takes things to an entirely new level. The tax socialist government utopia is here. And these are perfect examples of that. California, 64.7%. New Jersey is 63.2%. Hawaii at 62.4%. Washington, D.C., 62.2%. Oregon at 62%, even Minnesota 61.3, Maryland 60.4, Vermont 60.2, my home state of Kansas right here in the flagship station at 59.6%, almost 60%, 59.1 between federal and state marginal income tax rates for individuals because of these spending packages. This is insane. Yeah, it's a, it's a complete joke because, I mean, again, you're taking home 40% of your actual income. The government's going to be taking the rest of it. You don't deserve it. We as the government know how to spend your money better than you do. We know how to actually control you better than you. We know how to create programs to take care of people better than you do. Let us have your money. We'll take care of you. And when you're standing in line for the stale bread, don't worry about it. Just be grateful the fact that there's only two pieces of mold on it and not five. Because that's what they want at the end of the day. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right to our fastest hour of radio on radio, multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching, listening. Welcome aboard your Millennial General doing the thing like we do every single day. By the way, real quick, the tax rate by state thing that we were discussing right going into the break on the tax rates with the new spending plans from the Biden administration, the lowest tax rate for state and federal uh, marginal t- income tax rates for state and federal combined. The states with the lowest that you would be paying 
there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten different states with the lowest rate at 51.4%. Think of that. Between federal and statewide taxes, you'd be paying 51% of all your income into the government under these plans. According to the Americans for Tax Reform, ATR.org, the highest tax rate at 66.2% in the state of New York. That is absolutely absurd because why the hell not, right? Let's just give all our money away. The government knows how to spend it way better than we do, and we're just going to let them do it because why the heck not? Let's get into our What's Trending. What do you say? What's trending today? So is this an issue when it comes to freedom, when it comes to liberty, when it comes to individual sovereignty of state sovereignty? You know, the whole Tenth Amendment thing, allowing states to do their own thing, deciding how they want to actually run their states, which doesn't seem to be a thing much anymore. And then the individuals, you as a community, your county, your city, your rural community, your whatever, wherever you're at across the nation right now listening to this, uh, how much of your liberty is actually there between massive burdens between massive tax rates, I mean, think about it. We read the story yesterday of the private sector now having the largest amount of debt than ever before. Largest amount of adding like $290 billion in the last quarter just alone. The largest amount of private consumer debt ever. Then you have consumer spending down because we have the one of the highest inflation rates at 6.2%. Then we have these tax rates that are coming out at near 60% across the board as an average across all the states. This is insanity. Then you add on the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates and shutting down schools and telling you you can't go in and actually have a say with your school board for the curriculum. It just takes things to an entirely new level. To talk about all this and more, how much longer is individual sovereignty and liberty actually out there and what can we preserve here Excited to talk with it's been a while since we've had this guy on the program. He is the author of the book Take It Takes a Revolution. Forget the scandal industry. He is also the founder of Freedom Watch. You can find them freedomwatchusa.org. Excited to have back on the program Larry Clayman with us here. Larry, how are you, my friend? Very good. My honor to be with you. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. I always love chatting with you. Uh, as we kind of ran through these tax rates, the 6.2% inflation rate, the largest amount of consumer debt ever before. This is kind of the new age slavery, isn't it? I mean, you can't really make individual choices if you're tied down by a mortgage that the government and banks can take away. You can't make any choices if they inject you with a vaccine and say you're not allowed to work or go into the uh, general public unless you actually get this vaccine. You can't buy anything unless you pay like a ridiculous inflation rate on it. I don't sense a whole lot of freedom in this scenario. No, you know, it's just part of the overall plan by the left. Number one, they take total, total control over our lives with COVID-19, with mandates, with quarantines. We know what went on in the last year and a half. Two, they use the Justice Department as their own private Gestapo to quell all dissent. Three, they dump money into the economy so people don't want to work to destroy capitalism because now, you know, small and medium-sized business in particular can't even you know, fulfill their obligations, their their orders. Then, of course, you've got inflation and you've got the transportation system. We've got a, a Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, who would rather take, you know, a month off, I think it was two months, actually, for so-called maternity leave for marrying the man and then publish a picture of himself in a hospital bed with his so-called wife as if that man just gave birth to the two kids that were surrogates. I mean, it's, it's theater of the absurd, but it's scary. And then you've got uh, destroying Judeo-Christian values, teaching homosexuality, transgenderism, trans, uh, you know, in the schools, which obviously people are rebelling to, critical race theory. 
and last but not least, to destroy the military, and we're coming upon Veterans Day tomorrow. So, you know, raising the taxes, that's the coup de grace, yeah. okay? That's going to put people under for the final count. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Speaking of Pete Buttigieg, by the way, I heard an interview yesterday that I thought was hilarious. I had never heard this one, so this is brand new to me. While they love to play the identity politics, not just with the LGBTQ thing, but just the race card in general, which is the go-to when they end up losing an argument, were you aware that highways are racist? I, I was not aware of that statement, but apparently a highway is in this new infrastructure plan of rebuilding highways that divide different communities and cities. The, the Highways are racist, and we need to dismantle them and rebuild them across the nation. This is news to me, Larry. Yeah, I guess it would also be racist because there are tolls, <laughs> and black people can't pay tolls. I don't know. I mean, you know, the bottom line is that the black conservatives, many of whom are my friends, are the most courageous people in this country. And it was not until recently that white people actually stood up to this, uh, you know, outrage, yeah. you know, using the race card with regard to everything. So, yes, yeah, so the left wants to destroy this country. They've taken total control. My book, It Takes a Revolution gives us peaceful and legal means to wage a counter-revolution, including citizens' grand juries to hold you know, criminals in government and judges on the federal bench accountable. And also, I think, frankly, that we ought to consider declaring independence and forming a new government, because the Republican Party is, is little to no opposition to what's going on. I mean, they're more concerned with going on Sean Hannity and raising money and being reelected and actually blocking what the Democrats are doing right now. Well, yeah, and it shows with the 13 Republicans that just voted for the infrastructure package trying to sing Kumbaya going into a midterm election as opposed to just standing strong and saying, no, we don't have the money for this. We're not going to raise spending uh, just for this type of garbage. Uh, the identity politics has been the best friend for the left, obviously, as we've just talked about. But taking things to the new level, the new, I guess, identity politics is vaccinated or unvaccinated and whether you're a crazy rebel who refuses to get vaccinated or whether you're one that's actually doing the good for humanity by vaccinating yourself so you can still spread it to somebody else since you can while you're vaccinated. Let's talk about some of these vaccine mandates that are happening because this is going to shutter the economy on top of the spending, on top of the inflation, on top of the consumer spending and taxes and everything else. This is going to shutter the economy with businesses being t stuck in a rock and a hard place. Either we don't do it and abide by it so we get fined by OSHA and get shut down, or we do do it and we have half of our workforce actually walk out. Where's the line drawn on this, and can we come back from this level? Because I never expected it to go this far. The left knows what it's doing. Biden and Harris and Pelosi and Schumer and the rest of them, who are doing the bidding, the four stooges, on behalf of the radical left, know what they're doing. It's meant to destroy the economy, to destroy the country. People will not you know, comply with this. The airline pilots who are basically conservative, you know, the most of them come out of the military, you know, are just walking off the job. It's going to create a danger. You're going to have people flying planes that really are not up to this, up to speed in doing it to this extent. And it's intentional. And we, the American people, subject to court rulings and hold your breath on federal judges and Supreme Court justices, we know what they did to Trump. They threw him under the bus. Yeah. But subject to them blocking this, People should just resist this and say, no, that's just the way it has to be. You know, when we were in high school, I don't know how old you are, but I read Walden Pond by Henry David Thoreau. You know, civil disobedience. You've got Martin Luther King. You've got Lech Valenza in Poland. Otherwise, we need to resort to that. But these people who are running this government should be indicted. And uh, we put uh, Biden in front of a, a grand jury with his son, Hunter, and 
James for massive bribery from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia. We've indicted them. We indicted him for negligent homicide in Afghanistan on top of killing 13 U.S. heroes, troops. He killed seven innocent children with a drone strike that, you know, was clearly at best negligent. And we've indicted Fauci for lying for the American people in his collaboration with the communist Chinese. We're about ready to indict Merrick Garland, who's turned his Justice Department into an FBI. And next year, we'll be trying them. I have a judge. We have a right to do it. Yeah. Justice Scalia in 1992, in a decision in the United States versus Williams, ruled the grand jury belongs to the American people, not the three branches of government. And this is what we did before yeah. we had a Justice Department in 1870. American people now need to take matters into their own hands, legally and peacefully. Good for you. This is exactly what we need. We're talking with Larry Clayman, author of the book, It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. You can also find them on the Freedom Watch website, freedomwatchusa.org. we got just a couple minutes left here, but uh, how far are they going to push this? I mean, uh, we have vaccine mandates trying to be pushed right now. I mean, how many boosters are they going to mandate? And with this mindset, I think this is going to be the, the, the final straw that's going to make people, as you mentioned, just stand up and say, no, I'm not doing it. Like, we're just not complying. Well, it's it, not going to happen. it would be. Yeah. And, and I'm watching, you know, TV, you know, yesterday. And, you know, you figure Pfizer says that their vaccine only lasts eight months. They're obviously, you know, overstating that. And there were medical experts that say it only lasts four to six months. Are we going to have to keep pumping this poison into our body over and over again when it's experimental? We don't even know the short, medium, and long-term effects. Are we going to give kids this vaccine, particularly female kids, girls, this, when it could prevent them from having kids later in life? And we know that it does have an impact on that. You know, this is like Dr. Mengele in Nazi Germany. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal. It's unreal. And people should just simply say, no, you know, we will not uh, go along with this. Gonna... What, what did Ronald, quickly, what did Ronald Reagan say? Ronald Reagan, the greatest president of our lifetime. What are the scariest words in the English language? Yeah. Hi, we're here from the government, and we're here to help you. Exactly. And today, you can't believe a word the government tells you. Yeah. No uh, longer can you it, do that. In about 30 seconds, we got to wrap up here, but in 30 seconds, is this going to be the issue that potentially leads us to, we're already in a peaceful civil war right now with the battles of the ideologies. Is this going to lead to something a little more devastating eventually if they continue this on? It will. And, and I believe, and this is what we're doing, with these indictments and convictions and sentences, we'll ask the military to carry it out. I'm not advocating a coup d'etat. They'll have legal basis yeah. to remove this president, uh, Kamala Harris, the cackling witch, is now having fun in Paris <laughs> as, as Rome burns, and uh, and the rest. Yeah, I love it. Larry Clayman, It Takes a Revolution. Go check out the book. Also the website, freedomwatchusa.org. Larry, it's always great to get you on the program, my friend. Let's do it again soon. I hope so. God hey, bless. You as well. Always a pleasure. We'll take a break. Get ready for the last segment. Goes by way too fast. Lots more coming up here for a Wednesday on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. 
And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the show today. It goes by, again, way too fast. What the heck, man? We need more time. Our time together is oh so short every single day. Don't worry. Got lots more coming up. In, uh, next couple days, uh, we're still like three weeks booked out on guests. We have a lot of content we need to cram through. I do want to remind you of something, though. Thanks again, by the way, to Larry Kleeman coming on the show. Always great to chat with him. I want to remind you that we are going into a major midterm election next year for 2022. And I mean big. This is the, again, this is the legacy of the Biden administration. They're trying to jam down your throat as much as they possibly can, and they realize it's unpopular while they try and lie and they play their political games. That's just what happens in politics. They try to say, oh, well, the reason we lost the elections last week was Virginia is because we didn't get our agenda done fast enough. (laughs) Which, again, I still find hilarious because, you know, hey, what better way to say we love your agenda and we want it to be done faster by voting in the opposite side that's going to help obstruct it and block the agenda that you're trying to promote? Because that makes all the sense in the world. But that's the position that they've officially taken as the Democrat Party and the Biden administration while they try to ram through the infrastructure bill and the reconciliation bill and the tax increases and the vaccine mandates that are all on the line right now. So get ready As we go into the beginning of the year, now remember, OSHA doesn't take effect for their vaccine mandates for all the companies with 100 employees or more until January. That is the time that many of these different politicians will start positioning themselves and start punching out their talking points going into midterm elections. I'm talking House members. I'm talking Senate members. I'm talking governor's races. I'm talking lieutenant governor's races or attorney general seats or secretary of state seats or state legislative seats in your state, wherever you may be. All of them will start positioning themselves right now on next year because the talking points of what's happening now will be the discussion points going on for the next year that you're going to hear for ad nauseum and it's going to get annoying and your eyes are going to gloss over because you're sick and tired of hearing the same thing over and over with all these talking points. But it's going to happen. For example, at the federal level, obviously, we had some Republicans that got weak, a little shaky in the spine, 
shaky in the knees, ended up supporting the infrastructure package. And some say, well, it's a good deal. It's a holding hand, sing kumbaya. We really need infrastructure in the country. True, but do we really need it right now? And do we need it with Democrats in control putting in a whole bunch of porculus? No, no, and no. Get rid of it. Vote no. Absolute hard no. We can address it when we get the majority and we can actually do it the right way. That would be the proper response from these guys, but they didn't. They ended up voting for it, and it ended up passing. So now we have one of the two bills done. That gives them the position for them to try, meaning the Republicans here, to try and say, well, we voted against the reconciliation package. We really didn't want that. We just wanted the infrastructure. We didn't want the other one. But now they have the majority, and they're going to be able to vote for the other one with the Republicans voting no and looking like they actually stood against big spending, which, of course, is complete crap. But that's the position they've taken, and whether it affects uh, affects them in the midterm elections or not, I don't know. I'm assuming those 13 Republicans in the in the House of Representatives that voted for the stimulus uh, for the infrastructure bill uh, live in relatively moderate or relatively purple districts in their in the nation wherever they're at, and they want to look good for the moderate Democrats that thought it was a good idea, and the moderate Republicans that thought it was a good idea. So, of course, they're going to vote for something like that because it's about re-election. It's not about doing what's right. Let's go to the statewide level. I mentioned that uh, my governor here in the state of Kansas, she's a hack. She's an emotionally responsive individual. She doesn't think critically at all. And she's been behind the eight ball during the COVID pandemic for the entire time. She loves power. She loves control. She's a crazy narcissist. I call her the angry librarian because she's got the weird bowl cut. She's got the glasses. She whispers a little. Listen to her press conferences sometime. Unless you don't live in the state, don't bother your time, don't waste your time. It's ridiculous. But she talks like this, and she's very stern. And by golly, we're going to do this, and we're going to save Kansas. That's our governor right now. How she won, I'm not quite sure. But she's there. She has been for uh, for mask mandates this entire pandemic. She loved imposing her will. She called out Republicans for evil, horrible people who wanted people to die in the streets because they didn't support mask mandates and the social distancing and all that garbage throughout this entire pandemic. She's now come out against the vaccine mandates as a Democrat against the Biden administration. Why? Because she's completely unpopular in the state. She's trying to actually gain some support back going into the elections again, and she's taking her stand. At the same time, she just came out and said she wants to get rid of sales tax on food, which outside of like four other states in the nation, you guys don't have to worry about that because you don't tax your food. We tax our food at a 6.5% tax rate in the state of Kansas. I know! And she campaigned on saying she wanted to get rid of it before. Then she came out when she got elected and said, well... We need that tax revenue. Sorry. But again, unpopularity setting in. Now she's using that as a campaign tactic again. Don't listen to the politician who's a little wonky going into the next year because they're going to say some really stupid stuff just to try and get reelected. Realize it's a campaign tactic and they don't actually mean what they're actually saying. You know that. Some people may not. Podcast going up in just a little bit. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. 
Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.